Welcome to the Light Post Podcast, where we endeavor to cast light from God's word on the issues that impact our lives. I'm Pastor Jim Lowe, and it's great to be back here again to be able to chat with you and talk about some things that God has kind of been showing. And we, we did a part one to this before, and I wanted to kind of do a part two to this. If you go back and look at the last podcast we did, we talked about being careful of who you were listening to. You know, when we we, we kind of live in a life where everybody wants to be helpful and they're not always helpful. They want to share things with you because they want to see you in a better place, or at least we think they do. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're sharing stuff with you that's not for your good. And I want to talk to you all about a part two to that. And I want to title this one. Sometimes good advice is actually bad for you. All right, I'll say it again. Sometimes good advice is actually bad for you. So let's start with this. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. I want you to take a listen to the scripture here. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So words are powerful. They can give you life. They can build you up. They can break you down. They can make you feel good about yourself or they can make you feel terrible about yourself. And because words are so important, this is why we have to be careful who we're listening to. If you're talking to the right people, they can help build you up. And if you're talking to the wrong people, they can break you down and make you feel even worse than what you already do. The description, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33, and it says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Having the wrong people around you can and will change you. The wrong company, it'll it'll corrupt who you are. It'll change who you are. And you'll be worse off because of the fact that you're hanging around the wrong people. You're hanging around bad company. It's going to mess you up. There's a scripture in Luke chapter 8, verse 18. It says, therefore, be careful how you listen. Actually, specifically, it says, therefore, consider carefully how you listen. We have to pay attention to who we have around us, and especially be careful to the people that we're listening to. So like I said in the last time, and like I said in the messages before, I had three ways or three things to consider when listening to somebody else. And these were the three things. The first one was, what is the character of the person? What's the character? Number two was this, what was the motive of the person? What motives do they have in telling you what they're telling you? And the third one was, will this help you achieve God's purpose for you or will it help you to doubt it? And so this is the theme of just being careful of who you're listening to. When you're taking advice, take those three things into consideration. What's the character of the person talking to you? What's the motive of that person that you're talking to? And then three, will it help you to achieve what God wants for you or will it cause you to doubt that thing? So as we already know, people talk to you all the time. They give advice and opinions all of the time. You know, you can have people come and approach you all the time and want to tell you something about what you should do. And you didn't ask anybody. Oh, thank you for your opinion. I, I, I wasn't really looking for it, but they telling you because they want to help you. Sometimes people just want to hear themselves talk and they'll tell you for those reasons as well, too. So out of all of the things that you hear. How can you tell if it's good advice or bad advice? We know in Genesis, God specifically told Eve not to eat the fruit. 
So anything suggesting that she should do that is bad advice. But what about the suggest when the suggestion is not so clear? What about when the words are being told and they're told in the way where it sounds right? How do we know the difference? And I have an example here in Matthew chapter four, verse one through three. Then Jesus was led by the spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. Verse two says, after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Verse three says, the tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. That's all we're going to talk about from this story right here. So immediately we hear this and we are just like, no, don't listen. Our Christian alarm bells go off and just like, no, 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 don't do it. It's a tempter. Well, why was this advice wrong? Tell these stones to become bread, because to really get into it, I think we have to realize, you know, what we're actually dealing with here and why this may or may not be good advice. If it's not good advice, okay, but why? If it is good advice, why? All right. So what we just read there, when we start talking about what's wrong with it, in verse two, it says, after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Now, as you all know, it will make sense that if you're in the desert, you've been fasting, you would be hungry, especially if it's been that long of amount of time. It said he, for 40 days and 40 nights. And, you know, turning the stones to bread means that he can eat. Right. It means that he can eat. But. What we're going to see here is that sometimes good advice is actually bad for you. There's a scripture here in Mark chapter four, verse 24. And the first part of that verse says this, it says, consider carefully what you hear. So we have the tempter here or Satan telling Jesus to, to turn the stones to bread. Now, if we aren't careful, we can fall for this trap. And so one of the things that I said, and I think this is a point for us to remember as well, too, is, is to make sure that the things that we hear don't turn you from God's original plan for you. When it comes down to you really trying to figure out if something's good for you, if it's good advice, if it's bad advice, you got to make sure the things you hear don't turn you from God's original plan for you. Now, Jeremiah 29 and 11, if you don't know the scripture, this is a great one to learn. It says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. To give you a hope and a future. The plans that God has for you are to put you in a better place. To prosper you and not harm you. Something good for you. To give you a hope and a future. This is what God has planned for you. So God's plans are designed to keep you prospering. Not harming you. So sometimes you might have to look for it. But if you are with God, if you are following God, if you are listening to God, you are prospering. And let me tell you that God knows better than anybody else how to make that particular thing happen. So because we know God's all his plan, the thing that he already has designed for us is designed to take us higher. We should stick to that and make sure that the other things that we do don't make us go in a different direction. Don't make us turn away from what God wants. Or anything like that. Because not everything that we hear is good advice. And let me tell you this as well, too. Just because it makes sense doesn't make it good advice. 
just because it makes sense does not mean that it's good advice. You ever heard the phrase, it seemed like a good idea at the time? Well, Abram, Abraham, he messed up when God told him that he would have a son. After years of trying, they had no kids. His wife is saying maybe she's too old. And she tells Abraham, she says, look, why don't you hook up with with my younger servant, this Egyptian lady? She will do whatever you ask. Go ahead. I'm okay with it. Abraham says, you sure you okay with it? Sarah, Sarah says, yeah, I'm okay with it. Abraham says, well, sounds good to me. And he makes a decision that actually goes against God's plan. Now, was that good advice? Well, I mean, it made sense, but that did not make it good advice. And like I said before in Genesis, if the advice you hear goes against God's plan for you, it's bad advice. So Luke 8 and 18 says, therefore, consider carefully how you you listen. Now, here we're looking at Jesus and what he was having to deal with uh, being fasting for 40 days and 40 nights in the, in the wilderness, in the desert here. So the original question Something so simple or so um, insignificant, it seems. How does turning stones into bread go against God's plan? You know, many of us would be like, oh, well, because the tempter said it. Well, okay, that's great. Okay, but just because we say, okay, well, Satan told you to do something, so don't do it. Well, we don't recognize Satan when he approaches us in our daily lives trying to offer advice. So just saying because Satan said it. Yes. That's true. And yes, that can work. But how do we apply something like that to day to day stuff? You know, the friends that we have and the people walking up to us, they don't have horns and a pitchfork. So how is it that we can learn how to apply it? Now, in this situation, though, turning the stones to bread, well, we can figure out why it's bad advice, not just because the tempter said it, but you got to go back and figure out why Jesus was there in the first place. So let's go back to Matthew chapter four, verse one. Now, if you're looking at your word, you can see see this as we're reading. And if you're if you're writing and you're listening or doing something else, I'll read it slow so we can all follow this. Matthew chapter four, verse one says, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. Okay, so Jesus was led by the spirit. Where was he led? He was led into the desert. Why was he led to be tempted by the devil? So who? Jesus was what? Led by the spirit. Where? Into the desert. Why? To be tempted. Now, being led by the spirit, being led by God, God led Jesus into the desert to be tempted by the devil. What was the reason? What was the why? I said it already to be tempted. He was led there to be tempted. That was the reason he was there. And you say, well, wait a minute. He didn't have some kind of great giant purpose. No, he was led to be tempted and to pass the temptation. Why was it not bigger than that? Well, think about it in our own lives, how much temptation we fall for. Sometimes the biggest thing that we might do today is to overcome some type of temptation that's coming for us. Sometimes we do it. Sometimes the temptation wins. But remember, Jesus had to go through that as well, too. Jesus was the Christ. He was the son of God, but he also was a man. And because he was a man. Just like in verse two, after fasting for 40 days and for 40 nights, he was hungry. He was starving. Stomach was growling. Why did they put that in there that he was hungry? Because they wanted us to know that he was a man. He had to go through the very same things that we have to go through. The Bible says he was hungry. So let me ask you this question. 
When was the last time you fasted? And when you did fast, how long was it? How, how many days can you go on a fast or how many days can you fast without much of a problem? Oh, it can be difficult. Oh, I can still remember the first time I tried to fast. I've told the story on Sunday morning. This was a person on fire for God, on fire for God. And he got a couple of us teams together. He said, well, we're going to pray and we're going to do something and expect God to do the miraculous for us. And we sat there uh, in this big giant circle. We held hands and we prayed. And he said, OK, I want everybody to fast for one week. Nothing but water. You know me, I'm OK. All right. You know, early teens or whatever. I think, OK, I can do this. So I woke up. I went to bed that night to not eat. Woke up the next morning and I didn't eat. And I still remember how difficult that was because early evening on the first day I was crying because I was warming up a sandwich in the microwave that I was about to eat. Man, that was rough. And so to imagine this being just one day at the time, you had to learn to be able to do that, to learn to be able to trust God and and to be able to put whatever your own needs are aside for him. And Jesus was out here doing this. For 40 days. What was hard for me on one day, he was doing it 40 times more intense. But the reason that he was out there, the test, the why was to be tempted by the devil. He was fasting so he could pass the temptation. Now, because he was out there to pass the temptation, no matter what the tempter suggested, It was bad advice. Why? Because Jesus was out there to pass the temptation. Basically, Jesus was out there to tell him no. Whatever it is that he suggested, tell him no. Whatever he said, my purpose in being out here is to tell you no. No matter how good it sounds, I'm telling you no. Because the tempter was not for his good. So, big point here for everybody. Even if it sounds good, make sure it doesn't go against God's plan for you. Now, in that story, as you all know, that those temptations, they get less subtle as they continue to have that conversation. But the first one was the most harmless and the easiest one. So it seemed turn these stones to bread. It was easy and nobody would know. But see, here's the problem. The man, Jesus, would now be learning that he can use his own power, the power of God, God's power for his own personal Needs. He would be using his own power for his own personal needs at the suggestion of the devil, giving into temptation to use something that God gave him for what he wanted. And because Jesus was a man, just like you and I, once he learned that he could use that power for himself and learn what that felt like, it would be easy to do it again. And who knows what would happen when it would come time for him to die on the cross for us. It may have been harder for him to do that. How many times did people suggest to him, why don't you just take yourself off the cross if you're the son of God? Well, who knows what Jesus would have done if he would have gotten used to using his power for himself. So he couldn't do it the first time. He had to pass the temptation. So. In terms of advice, let's use the three things that we talked about a little bit earlier. What was the character of the person? Okay, well, the character of the person here was the tempter. It was the devil. No, no, no guessing on that. 
What was the motive of the person? Well, the motive seemed to be helpful to Jesus. Turn the stones to bread and you can eat. But no, the motive was really to get him to start turning away from what God wanted for him. Jesus was out there to tell him no. So no matter how good the devil packaged it, the devil wanted him to say yes. Now, verse, uh, I'm sorry, in part three, will this help you to achieve God's purpose or will it cause you to doubt it? Well, once Jesus started doing uh, things against what the will of God was, it will become much easier to be able to do that. So what I'll say for you all at the same time is pay attention to the things that people are saying to you, because even things that sound good, they may sound good, but they're actually not for your good. People will tell you things and they might even be trying to help you. But just because they're trying to help you and it makes sense, it could be much worse doing what they suggest. What is the character of the person? What are the motives of them telling you? Because, again, it could be a good person. They could have good motives. They could be telling you something that'll be real good for you. But will it help you achieve God's purpose or will it cause you to doubt it? That becomes hard, y'all. Really trying to be able to figure out what God wants for you versus a decision that you need to make versus a direction that somebody else is trying to tell you where to go. The safest place to be is in God's arms and following God's will, God's way, not what somebody else has for you. So remember those three things. I'll tell you one more time when it comes to listening to others and taking advice. What is the character of the person? What is the motive of the person? And then number three, will it help you to achieve God's purpose or will it cause you to doubt it? All right. So I want to thank you for joining us on another episode of the Light Post podcast, a ministry of the Guiding Light Church. For other messages and resources, connect with us online at guidinglight.org, Guiding Light Church on Facebook, Guiding Light Church TV on YouTube. I want to thank you all so much for a little bit more time and It's always great, again, to be able to share some things. And I hope this was a blessing. If it was a blessing for you, please, by all means, share it with somebody else. You can also find us on the pages I told you about. You can go back and you can hear this message either on this podcast or hear the message in full that we taught. That particular message that time uh, was called When Bad Advice Sounds Good. Be careful who you're listening to. Part two. You can hear everything in its entirety right there. But. Prayerful, this is a blessing for you. And until next time, y'all take care. I'm Pastor Jim. God bless.